This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Welcome to Tech and Egypt's, a bonus episode from For Tech's Sake, where we tear some problematic tech to shreds. Usually, but not today. No, because today is our last episode in the series. I'm devastated. Aww, this has actually been so much fun. This has been great. Yeah. So we're going to reflect and dissect the past 10 episodes. And tear them to shreds? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still, I think we're still the tech and Egypt's for this one, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I'm Elaine Burke. And I'm Jenny Darmody. And we have some questions that we don't know each other's answers to. Like, Jenny, what was your favorite episode of the series oh like it's like your favorite child <laughs> yeah like I was looking back on them and I just I was like oh my god I forgot about that one and I forgot about that one um I did really like dark patterns yeah. and AI and you um because they're probably the tech that relates so heavily to people that they don't necessarily know or are aware of like it's the stuff that's really like all over our stuff yeah like with all the tendrils all, all over our stuff. it's all over our stuff <laughs> it's touching all of our lives and we don't even know it so they were just really fun episodes to record because they were very i think informative they were informative yeah. to me anyway i just the fact that you use the word tendrils and touching has given me a shiver <laughs> up my spine i don't like it what but, about you what was your favorite yeah like it's it is so hard to call but i do find that the episode that i'm recommending the mm. most to people at the moment is ai and you because it is so pertinent right now yeah. like we got so so lucky with the timing on that one mm. um because we recorded it right before all, everything kicked off all of the stuff yeah. yeah and we planned the episode months before all yeah. of this stuff so yeah that that hit at a time yeah and I, I enjoyed some of the bonus episodes too so i was really happy with the self-driving tech one and not <sighs> least of all because of the britney pun in the title yeah you drive me lazy is my favorite episode title yeah definitely Check that episode out if you haven't yet, guys. It's a lot of fun. I forgot about that episode. That yeah. was great. I think we had a lot of crack doing that one. Yeah. <laughs> um. So favorite episode, favorite guest. That's really, really hard. That's all 10 guests were yeah, fantastic. We should say that. Now Sorry, 11 guests because we had two in our first episode. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. Between Tom and Paddy for that's our uh, James Webb Space Telescope deep dive. That was great fun. Yeah. I really, I yeah, that that is a little bit like picking a favorite child, to be honest. Mm. I mean, I want to give a shout out to Jerry McGovern because both the eye-opening information and the way he dissects stuff, but also the much-needed shame <laughs> that he gave me about my own data. And I try, I try and be responsible, but my God, I mean, the way he breaks that down is just yeah great. Oh my God, if you were feeling shame with your good data hygiene, I can't imagine how other people were feeling. But <laughs> yeah, I was delighted to get to interview Jerry because you've mm. interviewed him before, I know that. Mm. Um, but he's someone I've been wanting to interview myself for a really, really long time. So it's just such a privilege to get to speak to him. So I loved all of our guests, but he was kind of someone who'd been on my list for a long mm. time. And so was Abeba Burhani. I knew she was going to be oh, your favorite. Oh man, that was just like a dream come true. Like she was just a bit of an idol of mine. I was like lucky not to be fangirling all day. Actually, no, that's you were. not lie. I was. <laughs> you were. I was fangirling. And that's okay. She's great. Yeah. And it was just, again, that timing, like right when the AI sector was just about to explode, we got this fantastic opportunity to talk to one of the most important voices in mm. Irish tech on that scene. Uh, but yeah, all of our guests were incredible. Oh, I also want to shout out Louise O'Hagan. That was such a great find yeah. for you. 
uh, the tech facilitated abuse episode was just such an important topic and yeah it was just a great call I'm so glad you picked that as a, a piece for us to do yeah I did I did really enjoy researching that topic because I just found it really really important and again it's another one of those ones that you're like everybody has this stuff and, and a lot of people are like yeah but I don't really care if such and such has my data or my data and, and that's how you end up you know you give it too much to the tech and also you give it too much to potentially people who have access to that tech and that had a super fun bonus episode where we just gave out about the tech in general yeah so (laughs) all of the bonus episodes (laughs) (laughs) all of them yes yeah and was there anything that surprised you in the recording of the episodes oh i mean i I mean if we're going to specifically talk about what i learned while I was learning to podcast was I have a really weird laugh that's something I (laughs) that surprised me that I didn't know existed this is something you were saying the other day as well you think that you say insure a lot I do and I did not hear it I heard it once in the episode that you were talking about like I'm sure you said it more than once but I only heard it once and I was just like really paying attention now to anytime anyone said the word insure and then I was at an event the next day and anytime someone said the word insure it was just like triggering in my brain broken your brain yeah you planted a seed there that I can't hear the word insure any any normal way anymore yeah I have ensured that your brain is broken about that I have noticed that I write it a lot and then I just started to hear it in my in my podcasting and I was like oh oh that's a that's a tick um (laughs) but in terms of like stuff we learned from our guests and things like that um again this is probably why i i had a big a lot of time for jerry mcgovern um the damage that our electronic digital and virtual waste is doing i mean i cannot like i thought i knew yeah i really did but holy shit like i mean just I can't see the words think before you print this email without like getting a shiver now because I'm like the email is the problem too. I just can't. So uh, I would like I would admit like I did know a lot of that because I torture myself reading way too much about mm. that stuff. Um, so I think that for me the moment that really like threw me off and I think you can hear it in the episode how surprised I was by it was Owen Conlon's comment about having a virtual work avatar that you could like tweak their traits and Mm. give them a better charm offensive uh, and send them off into a virtual meeting like that kind of blew my mind a little bit that was in our dark patterns episode Mm. like I know we're so far from anything like that being realized like I'm not uh, deluded by the hype or anything like that but it's just the fact that it was even being thought of yeah and put forward as an idea it really threw me off yeah it may be miles away but it's still closer than i feel like it should be yeah or even ways. if it's something that people had did decide to build towards it's just kind of like just like with a lot of this technology why why <laughs> why are you doing that with all your talents and skills yeah this is is this good yeah it's <laughs> very much like can't put the genie back in the bottle with a lot of that stuff yeah it's all the like what what was that quote we used to have on the wall it's like republic it was essentially like just because you can doesn't mean you should it was definitely phrased way more eloquently like than that but it just that comes across so many times with this stuff and it's yeah it's gonna be so much worse with the ai yeah (laughs) and then is there anything that you learned oh um i think jerry's tips now, even though I, like, I would have been really, really aware of a lot of the damage that we were doing and like trying to be conscious around your digital detritus and stuff like that. Um, he, he just gave such practical mm. advice and I've been thinking about it so much ever since. So uh, this was in our episode about kind of like the waste of space and um, talking about 
data and cloud services and stuff like that actually being wasteful in their own ways. And uh, yeah, when I'm going into files now, I am thinking, what can I delete in here? Because mm. that's, that's a habit that he formed to just kind of clear spaces off. And I am starting to think about my own habits, maybe drifting away from cloud services a bit and using more local storage. Mm. So that's something that I've actually really been applying uh, IRL as nobody says anymore. I was going to say, as the kids say. <laughs> yeah, right. The kids do not say that. Do you know what the kids do say? AFK. Do you remember AFK from early chat rooms away yeah. from keyboards? Oh my God. Yeah. I was playing Minecraft with my nieces and nephews because I'm down with the kids. And yeah, they say AFK. And I was like, this is gas. This oh is my so God. vintage of you. It's like retro. Retro like tech. Text <laughs> coming back in. I love it. Yeah. Love that for them. Love that journey. <laughs> um, I mean, I learned what a Yottabyte is. Oh, yeah. And the fact that it fun. exists. That still the, hurts my head a little bit. And the Quetta and the Rana are coming. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> but I did also learn all the things that can be used to be a battery. Mm. That was a super fun episode for learning stuff because that's definitely one that I knew nothing about. So that was a super fun episode to just learn. I'm so glad to hear you say that because... You've been trying to sell batteries as sexy for years. I'm all about the batteries, you know. I think it's a cool topic. I'm just glad you indulged me and allowed me to cover that. I fully did, but I really enjoyed it. I mean, like hills, cement blocks, potatoes. I mean, we kind of knew that one from like our, you know, chemistry sets. But like, like, ah, it's amazing. It's really, really cool. Batteries are cool, man. <laughs> Batteries are cool. <laughs> um, so something I think that we talked about a lot, we referred to it probably in every episode, and every bonus episode, was the it, inevitable demise of Twitter. <laughs> and here we and, are. And that man. <laughs> that man. <laughs> capital T, capital M. But Twitter's still going. Yeah. Are you surprised? A little bit, a little bit. For a while, I, I was. I, it it kind of went down the route of, ah, it's actually going to take along just fine. Like, there was definitely a few weeks, and it was such a glorious time to record this season because we were recording a lot of our episodes, like, right in that, like, glut of shit's going down. <laughs> and it was very touch and go, and we were genuinely concerned how much of our episodes would date. Yeah. And if, like, literally the lights on Twitter would just go off. Yeah, um, we referred to a tweet and then no one can read that anymore. It's gone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but then as time moved on, it kind of came off the boil and I knew it would be fine. And it's, it is, it's still there. Like once it kind of settled down, I was like, oh, the platform's actually going to be what we kind of expected towards the end, which is like, oh, it's just going to get a bit shit and boring and just simmer away there. And, and you know, I have noticed that I'm on it much less. Like yeah. certainly my mobile, I feel like it's not refreshing like very well unless I go into that stupid for you section which I don't want but my following section seems like it's always out of date I'm like I read this yesterday like so I'm just like I don't get anything from it I get a little bit more from desktop but I'm just like I don't know if people are here anymore and I really mean that yeah the party at the end of the world part was really fun that was a super fun time yeah now it kind of feels like, do you remember when things kind of started petering off with Facebook? Like it's yeah. just going to be this slow crawl to just being a load of dads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to the dads. We love dads. We, we love dads. That. We said that in episodes. Yeah, we Go have. Dads. Um, but, you know, I, like, I am definitely like, I was fully convinced Twitter was not going to last the 10 episodes yeah <laughs> it was it was very we touch and go um, but, you know, it's actually kind of a good thing that it didn't fall over because it is handy. 
for audience yeah and sharing things and i am rubbish on instagram as we were discussing earlier and i need to get better and tiktok as well i don't work for the european commission i can use tiktok Um, (laughs) mastodon keep an eye out we're going to be coming to all platforms in our awkward not knowing what the hell we're doing ways and i say we mostly me (laughs) gonna be trying it out guys find us on whatever platform at Protect Safe Pod. <laughs> Did you think that Musk would outlast the series? Well, his money didn't. Congratulations to Bernard Arnold, <laughs> co-founder, chair and CEO of LVMH, having played second fiddle for some distance, like a distance of over 100 billion, for so long as the second richest person in the world. He finally has his place at the top of the world's wealth hoarders. Well done. Money's not real. <laughs> and as gross as that is, because of that man, I'm very much like, you know what? Well done. Well done. You've earned that spot now. You've been sitting there consistently for ages and you're not tanking yourself. So yeah. maybe you deserve to be up the top now. Because like, even though Elon Musk is still around, that's fine. He is now the world record holder. For the largest amount of money lost by one person. Because it was between 180 billion and 200 billion since November 2021. And it wasn't, it was because of stocks. Yep. That's what I mean about money's not real. Yeah, it's <laughs> really none not. of these guys are liquid. They're not sitting on 200 billion yeah. physical dollars. Um, and it was the Tesla stocks tanking because of his behavior at Twitter. And it's just like, delicious. <laughs> num, 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 num. <laughs> it was great. And actually, we did have a full bonus episode about all of that stuff because it was right at the crux of stuff that was happening at the time that we were just like we have to like this has to be what we yeah, talk about we have to talk about the Elon front in the room yeah oh god and he's gone a bit quiet now hasn't he yes <laughs> can't afford to talk too much oh <laughs> uh, it's it's been fun it's been a fun wild ride uh, what should we talk about next though I have so many thoughts. Okay. I'm very excited. I definitely want to talk about robotics. Oh. Because I just think robotics are so fun. Like there's cool robots that do loads of amazing stuff in like med tech and stuff like that. But there's also like arguably unnecessary ones. Like again, that man's (laughs) stupid humanoid robot thing. (laughs) Which isn't a robot. It was a guy in a suit. (laughs) Well, for the first demo. Yeah, but there's some, like, all the super fun ones that we see that look kind of fun, but, uh, like, have functions, like Spot the Dog, the yeah. Boston Dynamics one, and, like, all the robotics that are in, like, manufacturing and, like, warehouse areas are, and stuff. Have this kind of uncanny feeling about them as well. When you watch those videos, there's just something a little bit disturbing about yeah, them. Yeah, because they, they look a little bit like animals, like, that's the creepy yeah. part, like. But yeah. also, I will say but that not in a cute way. No, like it Disney esque or anything. Like yeah, that. but also one of my one of my favorite things ever, and I'm literally going to start laughing just thinking about it, it. My favorite genre of clips to make myself feel better if I'm having a bad day or just I need a giggle is robots being really bad at their job, like physical <laughs> I, I robots. I know this is your thing. Yeah, that makes you feel good. Just when they can't do the things, so they look like kind of humanoid robot things or animatronics, and they just can't do and the thing. Like Jenny has sent me so many of these videos. And this is like assembly line robots putting together a sandwich and it's just like the ham just misses the bread and then the cheese goes somewhere else and it's just like, it's still working because it has no idea that things are going terribly wrong. It's a bit like that I Love Lucy sketch but with a robot and the robot has no consciousness that everything's falling apart. It's so fun. (laughs) So robots are 
one of my faves I think we should definitely do that yeah. but also there's a very serious conversation I think to be had around like weaponizing robots and oh. stuff so yeah, yeah. and robots are creepy <laughs> have you seen Megan? I haven't seen oh. it I would love to it's so fun it's a it looks fun. like a really fun horror romp exactly it is exactly <laughs> that it's exactly what you're signing up for excellent uh, yeah oh that's a good one any other topics you want to cover? Um, I also would love to cover technology in the arts Ooh. yeah especially with all the the advancements of AI Dali all that sort of stuff interesting like how can it be used in a positive way how is it not a good thing for artists? How can artists adapt? Like Getty Images suing, mm-hmm. you know, because of the copyright infringements yeah. and the plagiarism and all that sort of stuff. But also fun stuff like holograms and the metaverse and bringing back musical icons and avatars. Just my favorite <laughs> word. The avatars. Oh yeah. my God. That's our second reference in this podcast. Because I love it so much. And who doesn't like ABBA? I do think that's demented though the amount of money people are spending to see a hologram. I don't know. No, I, I don't mean to judge you people, Shelley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Garrod Farley, I'm pretty sure went to see it and did enjoy it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's an odd one. Yeah. But conceptually, I think it is fun. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a lot of fun and I think that it's coming more into that. And I, there's a massive discussion around AI and art at the moment yeah. and like you know the Nick Cave Nick Cave was sent oh, like a song yes. from Chat he was like rubbish yeah. <laughs> he was like this song sucks <laughs> drag her Nick Cave drag <laughs> her but that's the thing like I really think the AI conversation has to continue like I said we mm. kind of covered it right before the explosion but it's going to be a big topic this year and continue yeah. to be um, like before the release of ChatGPT and ChatGPT is actually the precursor yeah. GPT-4 like um, a lot of people who wouldn't be following this story like we are mm. would be aware of that because it's just been all this hype around chat GPT being the next big thing but that's actually not even the tech the everyone's main one. been waiting for yeah. like, that's just the prelude they brought it out faster basically and yeah. it, it is it's technically called chat GPT-3 and they shortened it because it's already hard enough to fucking say yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know, it is a bit of a word salad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I was also listening to Timnit Gebru being interviewed on the Tech Won't Save Us podcast. And she mentioned how what we call artificial intelligence only actually speaks to one quite narrow definition of intelligence. And I've never thought of it that way. I think that's a really interesting point mm. worth unpacking because um, it's it's kind of goes back to that conversation we were having with Jerry McGovern about the language we use in tech mm. and uh, how it can kind of obfuscate what we're really talking about and yeah. I thought I hadn't heard that point raised before yeah. so that was really cool particularly because it gets short formed so much I suppose yeah um, what about you is there any big topics that were on your reign for facial recognition yes uh, especially when it comes to law enforcement yeah. because we mentioned in one of the episodes that Angarashi Akana is actually planning to start using facial recognition and we've been covering it for years and know mm. all of the problems that are inherent with doing that so I think that would be something really relevant to an Irish audience to delve into um, and a little bit like you on tech and the arts like I kind of want to delve into between science and technology there's a third kind of passion of mine that would be the media itself yes. and certainly online media and all that kind of stuff um, and there's two sides to that that I'd be interested in covering so like one is this kind of algorithm as producer thing that's happening like a lot of Netflix content decisions are definitely based on an algorithm mm-hmm. and I think that's bad yeah and they cancelled 1899 the bastards <laughs> how fucking dare they <laughs> and that's the thing like you're getting a lot of good stuff that has niche cult followings getting cancelled mm. for the sake of making more true crime docs for all the mams 
no yeah. offense to the mams we also love the mams um, and then the other side I think we need to interrogate how people like us the tech journalists have been complicit in a lot of the miscommunication mm. on tech like believing the hype not really understanding the stuff that we're writing for drinking the Kool-Aid yeah. like, we've, we've all been guilty of it in some shape or form and like they tell us how world changing their ideas are and we then put that out there when really we should be challenging this stuff a lot more mm-hmm. um, I think it's there is starting to be a bit of a pushback on that but there's still a lot of like um, over championing of the new the new thing this is the yeah. new thing and everyone needs it now instead of just being like who I yeah <laughs> there's something that really stuck struck up me ages ago um, and I'm going to forget now who said it but there was conversations around how much pushback there was about like um, you know genetically modified food and stuff and there was so much regulation around it and so much like everybody like scaremongering essentially and meanwhile like the door to like technology and social media and how to influence our eyes oh come on in and now we can't like fix that but like the amount of scrutiny that certain things get in society which like not unfair necessarily like everything should be scrutinized but like tech just like got led away with so much yeah and now it's so hard to close the door on that yeah, definitely. And you know what? I'm I'm happy with impossible burgers. I want stuff like that to keep happening. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, And also, I'm so glad that you mentioned that as a topic because that was actually on my list as well. Like that whole idea of online content and misinformation as well. I think that's a side of the media and tech that mm. needs to be addressed because big tech's role in spreading fake news as well is a thing. And it's a thing that the media have to combat. So um, and like deep fakes. Yeah. Oh, you know, deep that, fakes. Yeah, it's good stuff. Deepak Keanu is very convincing. <laughs> He's fun. He's everyone's boyfriend. Um, yeah, so it sounds like we might have a season two. Yeah. Yay. Definitely got some we ideas. Have, we got ideas. Yeah. We didn't run out. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> but uh, if any of our listeners have ideas, especially if you're listening to our bonus content, which means that you subscribe to the Headstuff Podcast Network, kudos to you. You get extra credit. If you want us to cover something, we will definitely listen to you. Yeah. You're basically paying us (laughs) (laughs) and any dream guests for season two elon musk oh no no no. i'm I'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) oh i couldn't i actually couldn't imagine to be in a room with him imagine i'm totally kidding i just couldn't resist stupid alien (laughs) actually no that would be way more interesting I would totally have been an interesting stupid alien. Yeah. <laughs> but a stupid one. I don't want to be with a smart one because then it'll probably take over my body or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actual dream guests. Um, I'd love to talk to Neve Donnelly from Akara Robotics. Ah, when you were talking great. about robotics, I was straight away like, I think I know who to recommend for an interview. Yeah, big, big fan. She's great. She's fantastic. Yeah, for people who are not aware, it's Stevie the Robot, who is adorable. And he's a care he's robot so cool. and a car robotics do amazing things yeah. with those kind of robots that do not look like creepy dogs that don't know how to walk. They actually look yeah. kind of cute. And they're really good at like they really put themselves in like immerse themselves in this places that they're trying to help and mm-hmm. assist. Like at the moment they're working with these uh, robots that can uh, clean hospital rooms really quickly. Uh, using UV light mm-hmm. um, and you know they're in the hospitals and when they were working uh, with Stevie they were in nursing homes mm-hmm. you know like they embed themselves in, into the environments and the people that they're trying to support which is why they're doing such a great job yeah big fan what about you 
Timmy Gebru. Of course. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I mean, when I was listening to uh, that interview recently, I was just like, that's my dream. Um, also, Meredith Whitaker. So yeah, she is now in a new role as president of Signal. So there's that whole uh, kind of private communications angle Mm. and like the shift towards that. Um, But she staged walkouts at Google and co-founded the AI Now Institute. So I would just love to hear what she has to say about what's happened in the last few months. Like she'd be so fascinating. Um, Thinking more locally, Sinead McSweeney. Yes. Former head of Twitter Dublin. Yeah. Would love to know what happened there. Yeah. That's a fair one. I mean, she brought them to court over the way that they tried to fire her for not responding to a demented email, secured an injunction to stop them from terminating that employment and then resigned. That is boss behavior. Yeah, that is beautiful. Love that. Poetic. That is just (laughs) chef's kiss. And actually not on my list, but you just reminded me because of that. Martin Curley. Oh. Would love to, would love to have a chat what happened there because oh my god the praise that, that man has gotten in the short amount of time that he was doing the great job of digital transformation in the HSE yeah in case anyone didn't know yeah, yeah. and and no he had he, to turn around and say throw my hands up in the air and say it can't be done yeah <laughs> they will not allow the digital transformation yeah. and from what I've heard about Martin Curley if he can do it no it's not can. a great sign yeah so I think he's compared to like climbing Mount Everest I think yeah so I would Ouch. love to chat to him about digital transformation oh, health yeah. in general because that yeah. is that is a hard mountain to climb in like for all health sector I'd say not just yeah. the HSE specifically because not easy anywhere but uh, I think there were specific things roadblocks Ireland mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah um, that would be spicy I another like local one for me I don't have a topic for <laughs> but I feel like Brian Honan Oh, we love Brian. Cybersecurity yes. expert, CEO of BH Consulting, and also head of Ireland's Computer Security Incident Response Team. Just all round sounder. Yeah, I think he'd be great at like yeah. dissecting and going into cybersecurity. And that's something we actually had touched upon mm-hmm. amongst a lot of our topics, but didn't actually dedicate an episode to yeah. itself. So there's an idea. And Brian, for like the level of expertise that he has, is so good at explaining things on a like simple level. That's the sign of a really true expert mm. in my mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he'd be great. Um, thinking really, really ambitiously, because just like, you know, this is a dream wish list. Why not? Yeah. Tim Berners-Lee. Daddy. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Dad of the internet. Yeah. Internet dad. Would love that. What do you think? Yeah. Isn't it terrible? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be awesome. That would be such a fun interview. Yeah. And it's actually, on, I would love like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, if we're going high. Yeah. I mean, aim big. Aim big. Aim big. And again, I have no topic whatsoever. And this is, I I think it would just be a general chat, but I think I would love to talk to Dara O'Brien. Oh. (laughs) Just about all of his thoughts. Because he loves science and tech and stuff. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be great. Ooh, I think you're onto something there. Um, He'd be so fun. I'm trying to engineer one. So like, you know, I talked about the overlap of tech and the media being my other big area of interest. And in my career in Silicon Republic, I did get to join a conference call with Jessica Walter just based on the fact that Arrested Development launched on Netflix. So there's always an angle. You can always find an angle. Mm-hmm. Um, so since The Last of Us is possibly the hottest TV show of the year already, and it's based on a video game, why not get Pedro Pascal in here I just mean... to look at him? <laughs> <laughs> on a podcast. Uh, wouldn't that be a fun listen to just listen to us drooling around? Well, I don't know what your feelings towards Pedro Pascal. Oh no, very strong. Uh, and the thing is, like, obviously, like, I'm watching The Last of Us, um, but it's not from 
Narcos. He was he started out in I think and is he in the Mandalorian? He's in I the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Sorry, neither have I, but I know that um, he's in the Mandalorian. A very similar what, arc for him. I, think, <laughs> I believe. What captured my heart was the unbearable weight of massive talent. The Nicolas Cage. I haven't seen the most Nicolas Cage of Nicolas Cage films. Nicolas Cage plays himself, and Pedro Pascal plays like a fanboy, a very rich fanboy of Nicolas Cage who like rents him for a weekend, and it is adorable. Oh my god! And that's when I fell in love with Pedro Pascal. Fun fact about Pedro Pascal, because we've had a mention about this show before. Did you know he was in an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Shut the fucking front door. Is it in season six or seven? Because I haven't finished nope. my rewatch of them yet. You already oh, watched it? Yeah. 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 You can't see this, but my jaw is stuck to the, the woman. With, the woman was too stunned to speak. It is literally that. What episode is here? I'm so glad I got to drop this live. <gasps> it's not live, but like on a recording. It's The Freshman. So the first episode of season yeah. four where Buffy's feeling well. all lost yeah. and stuff. But she meets another guy who feels lost on her little walk at night. And then... He gets killed. He does. That's by pe- the vamp gang. That is a baby Pedro Pascal. Fuck off. Yeah. I'm going to go home and rewatch that immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And I've spotted so many He's a baby, baby cameos Same. in my rewatch. I cannot believe I missed that one. I can because when I watched that one I didn't know Pedro Pascal yeah, back obviously, then. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but my friend who's also a committed um, Buffy watcher and The Last of Us shout out to Enya if you're listening sent me a picture and I stared at it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, he is literally a baby because he's such a rugged dad now. Yeah. Like the vibes he gives I'm like, oh you a baby you a college going baby back then. Like the maths doesn't even align in my head because I'm looking at like pictures of Sarah Michelle Gellar today. Yeah, and it just doesn't compute. I, I'm. I need to go home and watch this. Yeah, movie. you do. Sorry, we're gonna need to stop recording. Yeah. <laughs> I have things to do. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a new series to prepare. This has done a good job of getting that in order. Yeah, I think so. We basically just recorded our planning session for season two. We yeah. hope you enjoyed it though. And if you have any suggestions, let us know. Thanks for listening to Tech and Egypt, our bonus content from For Tech's Sake, a co-production from Silicon Republic and the Headstuff Podcast Network. Remember, you can listen to all of the brilliant bonus content from across the Headstuff Podcast Network, and you really should. As we said, we're finished with season one, but we'll be back and we want to hear any thoughts you have about this season and what you'd like from season two. Get in touch on ForTechSakePod at gmail.com. And as always, you can follow us at Silicon Republic and at ForTechSakePod on your preferred social platform. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.